Have you ever thought about your big dreams? Maybe those experiences you think about but aren't actually sure if they could be real possibilities for you. Or maybe you've had a burn it down moment where you fantasize about walking away from the life you're living, either all of it or just a specific part of life that's not feeling good and you feel like cutting the cord and taking a new direction might be just what you need. I know I have. And every time I've been in this space where my dreams feel far away or my current reality isn't stacking up to what I want it to be, I've made a personal practice to explore what's possible and make a change. It's been something I've consciously been doing for years, but until recently, I didn't have a name for it. You've probably heard it around. If pivot was the word of 2020, I'm predicting that this new contender will be the 2023 version. What is it? Reinvention. It's the phrase that perfectly describes what I've gone through a multitude of times and until recently hadn't seen the patterns of what I was doing over and over again. In this episode, I'm going to share what I call a success pattern that each of us can follow to bring in the healing, transformation, and change we want to see in our lives. We're going to go over the four-part success pattern I've seen as the path to transformation for myself, the critical questions to ask yourself when you're considering a change, and how to make your success inevitable on the journey. My goal for you is to walk away with clarity on this pattern and the guidance you need to implement it in your own life. It's the messy work that comes before stepping into that next level version of yourself, but worth every minute. The more we course correct and align more and more closely to what lights us up, the better we are at living this wild and precious life, and the more we can show up to serve our families, communities, and the world. This episode is going to be a bit longer than my typical solo episodes, but I want it to challenge you to do whatever you need to do in order to listen to the full thing. Put it on three times speed or listen to it over a few smaller chunks, because if you action the advice that I share with you in this episode, you will change your life. That I 100% promise. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Deliciously Alive podcast, where we explore what's possible when we allow ourselves the full human experience. My name is Sarah Campbell, and I'm your host. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing real and actionable insights on how to tap into your desires, feel truly alive, adventurous, and inspired to take action. I believe to my core that a vibrant, radiant, delicious life is possible for you. So pull up a comfy seat or join me on your favorite walk and we'll take this wild, messy, brilliant journey to living a life that lights us up together. Holy moly, this is a good one, friends. And to say that this concept has shaped my life is an understatement. It's transformed it really. And like I mentioned, it's only recently that I've had a name to put to this pattern of operating that I'm so grateful to have clarity on. Because while I was going through this process over the years, I followed some general patterns, but it really was an experience I participated in that cemented the specifics that can be replicated and 
done regardless of what in your life you want to reinvent. So in the summer of this year, I went through something called the reinvention experience with Brooke Castillo. And if you haven't heard of Brooke, run, don't walk to her podcast, The Life Coach School. She's an incredibly insightful person. And I just love the way she shares such a practical and easy way to absorb looking at how our thoughts, not our circumstances, are the catalyst for the life we want and her ability to make the concept easy to understand and use to our advantage is brilliant. So I already knew I loved her work, and when she shared that she was hosting something called a reinvention experience, something in me immediately clicked, and I saw all the past reinventions I'd done in my own life, realizing that there was likely a way to look at the process in a really simple and duplicatable frame of mind. For me, I went into the experience knowing that I wanted to reinvent what my legacy or my greater contribution could and would be. I was a little hazy on how I could best show up and serve, and I was really craving a way to contribute on a greater level beyond what I was already doing. And I also wanted clarity on what that could look like for me and make the decisions and the action steps necessary to move forward consciously and really intentionally. So let's take a look at what that process looks like and how you can apply it in your own life. So step number one is reflection and introspection. When we have a desire or a dream, it's so easy to take that at face value, but I promise you, It's when you dig a little deeper, specifically into your own beliefs about yourself and about others, that you end up with greater clarity and probably some things you didn't even realize about yourself. And this is critical because if you don't uncover those beliefs, the ones that are lurking often unnoticed, you won't get to where you want to go. Reinvention takes enormous courage and you're going to see things in yourself you would rather not acknowledge. But you need to identify and let go of what's not serving you if you ever want to get to the next level. And so what does this look like in practice? Start by sitting down with a notebook in a quiet place and free writing the answer to this question. Who am I? How do I identify myself? What am I good at? What am I bad at? And then follow that up with, what do I think others think of me? Is that possibly affecting the way I'm showing up and how? Am I a mother, a wife, stubborn, people pleaser, growth minded, always needing validation, an encourager, never enough? These were just a few of mine and some of them (laughs) I didn't want to look at. But I knew deep down that with awareness comes the opportunity to change and to make a different choice, an intentional one. The truth is your beliefs are so potent that they will impact everything that you ever have and will do in life. And if you believe you're growth minded, you'll gravitate toward learning new experiences like I did with this experience. Similarly, if you believe that you're never enough, you will always have that internal dialogue affecting the actions and the results that you get. 
that one I needed to let go of right away. Because the thing is, do you think that I would have ever started this podcast if I believed I was never enough? No, I would keep letting that insidious belief corrupt my future experiences and what I allowed myself to believe that I could do. I'm happy to report that one was the first to go. (laughs) But do you see where this gets really powerful? Sometimes we accept our fate like it's something that we don't have active control of because we're scared to uncover what's hidden in our belief system. Or having control of our outcome freaks us out. Or maybe we don't even know that's a good place to start. Whatever your answer is, I promise that if you sit down with this question in silence, you'll know. And the trick is decide that you're going to use it as information. Don't allow yourself to, to self-validate and say, see, I knew I couldn't accomplish that. I am never enough. My belief system tells me so. Commit to choosing to believe something different. Think about electricity. Do you think the general public believed that electricity was possible? No, but someone did. And that was enough to make it happen. So committing to answering the question, who am I? Look at it with curiosity and then redecide for each answer. Do I want to keep believing this or not? One more thing about this part of the process. It feels like garbage, honestly. And the truth is, if it doesn't, you're probably not digging deep enough or you're probably not doing it right. I've heard this analogy many times about creating change and comparing it to a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly. You kind of half think that the caterpillar is just in there growing legs and wings. At least that's what I thought. But what's really happening is the caterpillar is turning into straight up goo. Inside, the caterpillar's body literally digests itself from the inside out. The same juices it uses to digest food as a larva, it uses to break down its own body. Then it completely reforms. Insane, right? Well, you can kind of think about reinvention the same way. When you're looking at that level of creation, in order to make room for the new, there are inevitably pieces of what's current that have to go. And that can be painful. Maybe we start to feel regret creeping in or an old belief surfaces that's not serving us, but we're left not really knowing what we even believe anymore. But here's the thing. If you want to grow and evolve in life, this is what's required. What I really need you to know here is that there's a level of grace and space you need to be ready to give yourself. A few years ago, I was going through some tough stuff and a friend of mine said to me, Sarah, you're going through the equivalent of an emotional birth canal. (laughs) You can try and fight it, which will likely end up in the same result, only it will take longer and it will be more painful. Or you can accept the path forward and ride it for however long it needs to take, moving with the flow instead of against it. I couldn't really process what that could look like at the time, but now that I've gone through more of a self-instigated process of reinvention versus being in reactive mode, 
is that it's more time and space to just think. Less commitments that take up valuable mental bandwidth, more soul searching, journaling, less action at this stage of the game, and more asking myself or yourself questions to uncover what your truth is. And that's how you make the process as painless as possible. It's still an emotional journey, but that's what I believe my friend was talking about when she was referring to, you know, you're, you're on that path, you're going there anyway, might as well lean into the pieces that are going to make it easier to move through as opposed to fighting it. And it's still uncomfortable, but you'll be able to recognize and value this phase as simply part of the process to greater things. All right, on to number two. What is possible? This is the fun part. (laughs) The part where you get to dream up all the things you haven't done, possibly you've dreamed of, maybe things you didn't even know you wanted for yourself. I'm talking all the things. So this is where you can really let your imagination go wild. When I did this for the first time in a structured environment, I'm pretty sure become a professional DJ made the list. This can actually get a little tricky though sometimes because we're used to this pre-existing selection. This or that, doctor, lawyer, or carpenter. But more and more, we're seeing proof that the impossible exists. If we're talking about careers, like the swim instructor who specializes in dog injuries or something like Potato Parcel, a service that writes custom messages on potatoes and delivers them to the recipient of your choice. There's literally no limit to what's possible anymore. And you, as long as you can imagine it, you can create it. Like Napoleon Hill said, what your mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. I think as we get older, we lose touch with our imagination It starts to collect dust on the shelf, and when it's time to use it, it can feel really hard. Like you can only believe it's possible to go after the things that are part of that selection list that I mentioned were given. But the truth is, you want to hire a goat to come mow your lawn, or you want to get a pet rock, like actually buy one, not find one yourself, that's possible now. All because someone used their imagination and decided it was a thing. So ask yourself, what are you here to do? What feels impactful to you? Why does that matter to you? What do you want to do? And on the flip side, what do you want to avoid? I used some examples here about business and career, but use this in whatever area of your life that you want to reinvent. I like to start brainstorming my answers, starting with what if. It allows me to imagine what could be possible and try on a belief that I might not have yet, but I get to roll it around and see how it feels. Give yourself some time, come back to the list. I wrote down 52 and see how they feel in your body and your gut. Then choose something that you believe will light you up. Come hell or high water, this is the thing that you are creating a conscious decision that's possible for you. Which leads me to my third point, 
which is declaration and commitment. Guess what? (laughs) Just because you've decided the possibility that you want to pursue doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but will it be worth it? 100% yes. This is the part where you take all the possibilities you just dreamt up and you pick one. Yep, just one. If there's one thing I've learned in my years of reinvention, it's that when you choose a bunch of things, improve my marriage, lose 10 pounds, get to six figures in annual income, whatever it is, the more you split your attention, the slower the progress to each. So pick one and commit. And I'm serious about this. This summer, I decided to reinvent the way I contribute to my community and leave legacy with this podcast. Then I did all the things I needed to do in order to get it off the ground. I carved out the time for my already existing priorities, my family, my friends, my growth consulting or my client-facing work, rest and self-care, and layered in this one reinvention focus. I hyper-focused on one piece of my life that I wanted to reinvent and nothing was going to distract me. I used the time prioritization skills I shared in episode six to make sure my success was inevitable. And now I'm at a place that I've created systems and processes in place to keep the podcast moving, as well as brought on a podcast manager to make this a constant in my life. This legacy building work I've mapped out will continue over the course of 10 plus years, but it's stable enough now after about six months that I can rely on that work to plug forward and I can shift my reinvention focus on an er- another area of my life. So what do I have planned now? A new single focus, which is my health. And that'll be another episode for another time. But the point is, is that this inner reinvention work requires a commitment to one single focus to make it really powerful and transformative. So what if you're struggling to pick one? I get it. I am 100% the type that wants to tackle all the things at once in an unreasonable amount of time. (laughs) After doing this several times, here's my advice. Get in a quiet place, get your list out, and read each one out loud, one at a time. Close your eyes between each one and imagine what that could look like for you. And most importantly, pay attention to your body. What makes your heart skip a beat or brings a strong emotion to the surface? There's something in our bodies. It's almost like an ancient knowing, if we actually pay attention, the physical reactions we will often experience tell us exactly what things will bring us closer to our true selves, how we were really born to show up. It's like a remembering of sorts. Our bodies really know. So what are the activities that you would be doing each day? What are the opportunities that you could experience? How would you feel once you've hit some of the milestones you imagine as part of the process? What could each option mean for your lifestyle, your family, your growth and moving into that next level version of yourself? How would it stretch you into new levels? Do you believe it would bring you closer to your true essence or farther away? These are some of the questions I asked myself when I read back the the 50 plus list of possibilities that I had written down. And I'm going to tell you, I knew exactly 
what I was supposed to do when I read it. It's funny because I wouldn't really consider myself an overly emotional person, as in I'm fairly stable when it comes to my reactions. I'm definitely a crier if it comes to being frustrated, but otherwise you'll rarely see me cry. But the moment I read the one from my list, that was my one choice. I literally had tears come to my eyes and a warm sensation in my chest. It was instant and I knew that whether I chose to actually act on it or not, that was the thing that I was supposed to do next. My body knew. It always reminds me of my favorite book, The Alchemist, where the character is pursuing a dream that he has. And in the book, the author Paulo Coelho wrote, it will work if you forget all the reasons it won't. His heart whispered, be aware of the place where you are brought to tears. That is where I am. And that is where your treasure is. People are afraid to pursue their most important dreams because they feel that they don't deserve them or that they'll be unable to achieve them. The secret of life, though, is to fall seven times and to get up eight times. You may not have as strong of an emotional or bodily reaction, or maybe you'll have a stronger one. The point is your body knows, so pay attention. Then it's time to be brave. Something that creates that type of emotional response in you isn't going to be in your comfort zone. It's going to stretch you. It's going to scare you. And when I thought about my bit, my vision, the mission that I wanted to pursue, I knew the podcast was a big part of it, but I was freaking terrified. For the past few years, I'd been doing incredible work with unbelievable people, but very much behind the scenes. I haven't had to share my perspective or my opinion outside of with clients or team I've been working with regularly and people I already know who get me. So I'm comfortable talking business now, but to share my thoughts and my opinions publicly, especially about personal experiences, was slightly terrifying. And you may find the same. Maybe the thing that stands out to you feels so far away, almost unbelievable or super vulnerable, but you know deep down it's right. At the end of the day, if you'd like to reinvent a part of your life, don't pick something easy. Pick something that will give you the ultimate pleasure of accomplishment and it will really help you evolve as a person. So this is where we make the commitment and the declaration. And a quick word about commitment. This is something that I really learned from Brooke and I loved the shift in my perspective around because up until this experience, I was really frustrated with myself for starting and stopping things. I totally labeled myself internally as someone who doesn't finish what she starts. And I was sick and tired of disappointing myself, but I couldn't quite understand what I was doing that was sabotaging my ability to step into that long game, full commitment mindset. When she said something that hit me hard, she said, pay attention to the feeling that is fueling your action. Is it excitement or inadequacy that pushes you forward? Do you maybe feel like it's the not liking what you see in the mirror that pushes you or the rush that you get when you imagine a milestone? If so, 
it's time to make a shift because inevitably that the excitement will fail, fade on a hard day or inadequacy won't be enough. And what is the thing that's going to be the one to carry you through? And really and truly it is commitment and determination. I realized in that moment that I wasn't fueling myself with the right emotion to play the long game. And it was in that moment where I realized all that was required for me to achieve the things I wanted was to make the shift in mindset that would support that sustained action that I needed. It was so weird. It felt like I changed my fuel source in that one moment, like moving from a McDonald's diet to a diet of whole foods. Once you have that shift in place, it's now time to set your intention with a declaration. What is a statement that you can adopt that will keep you focused? What can you keep close to you to remind you what it is that you're going for? For me, mine is by 2032, I'm a woman who's helped 1 million other incredible humans reinvent their lives so they can experience the healing, the transformation, and the growth that they're craving. So take some time and decide what your declaration is. Post it where you can see it. Remind yourself regularly and stay in the mode of dedication to that declaration, regardless of what it takes. Okay, last part. Action, fall down, act again. Something I have learned in my years of growth consulting is that we can always change the tactics, even the strategies, but when we keep the goal, that North Star where all our effort is placed toward, that's where the magic is. Because the truth is, there's probably a million paths to what you want. And sometimes we just can't possibly know what action is required or what path is the one to take unless we make a few wrong turns or duds that just don't work. And this is no different. Imperfect action is a requirement. And like that Paulo Coelho quote that I shared earlier, failure is required. And generally, faster the better. (laughs) I told myself that I wouldn't criticize myself for at least the first 25 episodes of this podcast because I needed to fail quickly, say awkward things, and still hit publish, not have the audio perfectly edited, and still hit submit, write a script, not write a script, make a social media post that tanks, because at the end of the day, I knew that the gap between where I was and where I wanted to go was imperfect action, and quite honestly, failing over and over, full stop. I needed to put in the reps to get what I wanted. And if you've ever met me, you likely know I'm about as stubborn as they come. Shout out to my husband who now lives with not only one, but now with my son too. Sometimes unnecessarily stubborn people and handles it like a champ. But on the other side of that action, the incredible and sometimes unimaginable to us at the time results. So make this the promise to yourself that you don't break. This is the fork in the road between regret and fulfillment. These are the intersections of life that you really want to pay careful attention to. 
because we really are not promised tomorrow. Whew, I know that was a lot, but if you've made it this far, congratulations. It may feel like a lot, but following these four phases will truly allow you to step into the next iteration of yourself over and over again. It really is that success formula I talked about earlier. I feel like I could share so much more about this topic, but I wanted to give you the foundational pieces that would allow you to massively transform your life. I know I said it at the beginning, but if you actually do take action on this, you will change your life. I gave you that 100% promise and I definitely stand by that. So my challenge to you today is to do the work. Sit with the questions and the guidance I've shared here today. Take the time, write down what you want and take imperfect action. Make the commitment for the long haul and remember... I'm here with you. Just because we have different paths doesn't mean that I'm not out in the ring with you. Vulnerable, uncomfortable, awkward, but committed and determined to challenge myself, to rise to the occasion, and to see what I'm made of. Because I can't think of any better way to live. Till next time, my brilliant friend, you've got this. And I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening to the Deliciously Alive podcast with me today. We hope it brought value to you and created a bit of inspiration and encouragement that will move you into action. For more, you can head on over to deliciouslyalive.com forward slash guide to get our free resource guide that will show you actionable ways to live an incredible life, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who would love it too or leave a rating and review. It means the world to us and gives us feedback on what to do more of. That's all for this episode. So till next time, stay curious, be brave, and take inspired action toward that delicious life meant especially for you.